Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Are you involved in planning a pro-life event or need a speaker? Are you shocked at the high cost of booking a quality speaker? Hey, I've been there. I've done that. And uh, prices are pretty high in a lot of different areas. Do you wish you had an alternative to the expensive speakers bureaus? You're going to love what we're going to talk about today. The Love Times 2 Project is announcing a brand new type of way that you can connect with great speakers for your next event. And the idea is really simple. We'll help connect you directly with speakers. You pick which speaker is a great fit for your specific event. Then you negotiate a price and arrangements directly with the speaker. 10% of all speaker honorariums will go back to support the Love Times 2 project. We're not an agency. uh, We're connected. And we're giving you direct access to speakers who can help meet your specific needs. So really, it's a win-win for everybody. So over the course of the next few weeks, I get the honor of introducing to you the initial team of speakers on the Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau. And we will be adding additional speakers uh, consistently as we go along. We had to start somewhere, so we're starting with this great team uh, that we'll be offering as uh, speakers we can connect you with. And today, I'm introducing someone that listeners to the podcast are very familiar with. So it really needs no introduction, but Jordan Wooten, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Mike, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. It's fun to be back on this side of the mic uh, again. Yeah, as, as, as you mentioned, um, if, if uh, you're a regular listener to the podcast, you might recognize my voice. It might be a bit different today. I'm actually dealing with uh, the Texas spring allergies, so, so maybe it's oh. a bit different to my voice. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's fun to be back on this side, so thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is interesting that you're on that side of the mic and you've been doing a terrific job hosting the podcast. And for listeners, uh, if you're not familiar with the podcast, uh, it's the Love Times 2 podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to great podcasts, you can find it and really encourage you to subscribe to it. That way you'll never miss an episode. And we've got some really good stuff that's already out there. I think we have over 100 episodes posted right now. That's an aside. You can subscribe. You can look at all the previous episodes and and follow us there. But today we want to talk about Jordan because Jordan is a part of this new Speakers Bureau. Jordan, uh, first up, just uh, really the, the entire purpose of this series of introductory interviews, I guess you could say, to speakers is just to help listeners get a feel for who you are and really kind of, um, you know, think about how you might fit into some events that are coming up. Now, for listeners, uh, we are going to introduce a, a full web page. In fact, it's lovetimes2.org slash speakers, and you'll be able to go there. You can see the bios of all the speakers. Uh, so it's not just, you know, what you hear on this podcast, but this is just our way to kind of drill down a little bit deeper and uh, talk at a little bit more personal level so you can get a better feel for Jordan and the other speakers as opposed to just looking at a static bio on on a web page. So first up, Jordan, just to help listeners kind of get a a frame of reference for who you are and and so forth, what your passions are. uh, Tell us about your background and why you are passionate about protecting life. Yeah, I guess the most important thing to know about me uh, is that I have been married to Juliana, who is my uh, my very best friend in the world. She will be 15 years for us, uh, just just in a couple of months. Actually, we've got uh, we've got three boys. John Mark is 11, uh, Preston is eight, Graham is seven. We are in the thick of spring sports, so we're pretty busy. 
my my professional background, uh, it was a bit of a winding road to get where I am today. I mean, I, I, I grew up playing sports and, and went to college to play baseball. And so I did that. And when it came time to graduate, I really didn't, you know, I wasn't quite sure what I what I wanted to do with my life. And so I did what was natural. I, I, I sort of entered the health and fitness world. I was a personal trainer, a health coach exercise physiologist, eventually got into uh, the corporate world where I, where I oversaw a population health management program. So I was a wellness provider, I guess you could say, you know, spent a lot of good years doing that sort of work. But over time, the Lord seemed to be doing something in me that was 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 sort of leading me in a different direction, I guess. And so um, initial thoughts were pastoral ministry or, or something like that, church planting maybe. Um, and over time, that, that idea just just uh, got a bit more clear. And so it led me where I am now, which is as a writer and editor. I write uh, for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, as well as for a ministry here in the, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area called Right Now Media. We're a, a video uh, Bible study discipleship ministry. Um, and I get to sit and write every day, which is, uh, which is a great um, passion. Passion is a word that's a bit overused, I guess, but uh, it's true. I, I love to do it. Um, in addition to that, I guess extra, somewhat extracurricularly, um, I also serve on the board here at the Love Times Two Project, which is a great privilege. Um, uh, I serve as the chairman of the board in the city where my family and I live, um, the Board of Ethics. So I get to hold our elected and appointed officials accountable to uh, to the city's code of ethics, code of conduct, which is Again, a good privilege. And so over time, as, as I've grown up in the Christian faith, have been discipled, have, have learned, you know, what it means to be a Christian, especially in the day and age in which we live, looking out over sort of the culture as it is, I've just grown more interested, more passionate about uh, helping followers of Jesus live a life of faithfulness. You know, in some ways that's more challenging or, or, or the challenges are a bit different now than they, they were earlier on in my life. And so you know, issues like abortion or um, uh, or others, you, you know, you could name any number of issues that, that Christians have firm conclusions on. Uh, I, I want to help, you know, Christian followers of Jesus, Christians think rightly about that, think about what it means to apply that to our everyday life. How do we engage on these issues? And so, I, you know, I, as a, I guess as a lay leader uh, in the church, as I'm kind of wrestling through these questions of vocation and what kind of work I want to give my life to, I was educated in the church, um, so the church where we belong is, has a pretty robust uh, sort of education department, I guess you could call it. We call it the Institute. And then I was educated in the academy as well. I went, I went to seminary and, and earned a master's degree in theological studies. And so just by learning the church and the academy and, and what I see out, um, you know, as I, as I look out over uh, what culture is doing in the country, uh, those two things uh, have, have combined to just – I said it's an overused word and I keep using it, but just sort of drive my passions toward helping people live faithfully in the world that we're in. And so, so yeah, that, that sort of uh, generally speaking uh, is, is what informs the, the work that I do, the way that I think, the things that I'm writing. And, and I get just a, a great opportunity, a great privilege to sort of play in these spaces uh, both as a writer and as a as a, uh, a volunteer leader on these boards. And you know, as we talk about the talk about the speakers bureau and uh, different uh, organizations and, and persons that need needs and so forth, I really anticipate we're going to have you know folks from a wide variety of background that are seeking speakers. So we're going to have 
uh, churches. We're going to have potentially uh, universities. Uh, we're going to have seminaries. We're going to have uh, organizations that are doing fundraising events, whether it be pregnancy resource centers, pro-life organizations, whatever it might be. But as you look at where your passions are, what I'm hearing is, and, th- and this is why it's been such a great connection for you to be hosting the podcast and for you to be uh, part of the Love Times 2 project team, is that you just have this passion for just really addressing the culture and the context of, you know, what what is Christ honoring and how do we change hearts and minds? You're really in a biblical direction and, and a biblical path. So as you think through that and you look at what may be down the road, what doors uh, God may open up, what types of events uh, in your mind as a speaker, what types of events do you feel like you're most geared toward, you know, as far as where you could fill specific needs? Yeah, I think, you know, of course you, uh, whether it's a church or nonprofit or some sort of organization that's sort of in, in line with, with uh, the values that we have as an organization, you know, any and all certainly would, would, would be welcome. And I think I could fill, fill a gap there. Uh, I think one of the things uh, for me, I think that's, that's really the sort of drives what I do and why I do it is, is not so much, I mean, you know, Christians are pretty, by and large, we're pretty um, um, in step with one another, firmly uh, have firm conclusions on, on, on the issues that you and I discuss on this podcast every time we have an episode. It's, it's, it's not so much that we're arguing for new and different conclusions. Uh, the thing for me that's so important is the way in which we argue, the way in which we advocate, the way in which we engage with people, both inside and outside the church. And so when I think about <clears throat> uh, particular topics or, or um, um, uh, subject matters, uh, I think a lot about um, the way of engagement, the way of cultural engagement of Christians. You know, we think about Galatians 5. Paul, Paul paints a pretty, uh, pretty stark picture between, you know, he's not speaking specifically about cultural engagement, but just ways of being, if you want to summarize it that way. Uh, sort of in the flesh or, or by the spirit. And so thinking about cultural engagement in the spirit with the fruit of the spirit, I, I think at the root of a lot of this for me, and, and this is another area that, that I, I would love to sort of hone in on when um, when having the opportunity to speak is just theology, public theology. Uh, I had a, a pastor years ago <clears throat> who was teaching a class and he opened the class by saying that theology is the most practical thing in the world. And we don't often think about that. But, but you know, what we think and believe theologically sort of drives everything out, everything else about us. Uh, theology, public theology, cultural engagement, discipleship, even uh, ethics. What does it mean for a Christian to live uh, faithfully in the world that, that, that we live in? So so those, I guess, big buckets of topics would be areas that I would, I would love to to speak into. And then within those, of course, there are, are any number of specific, um, specific ideas and, and things to kind of, kind of hone in on. But those would be the big buckets that I would, I would envision myself covering. Yeah. And that's really good stuff and very needed stuff as well. I mean, part of what really I think we deal with in our culture right now, and this is again, part of the reason that the Love Times 2 project even came into existence is really challenging followers of Christ to think more deeply. You know, unfortunately, we could probably point to a lot of examples in our world right now. It'd be pretty easy to do it, actually, in which Christ followers are not thinking as deeply as they should. And some of the things happening right now are happening at such a rapid pace and it's easy to get caught up in, well, maybe it doesn't impact my immediate family or my immediate household or whatever, Uh, but the world's changing and it's changing in some really huge ways right now. I think this is a good point to interject as well. Uh, One of the hallmarks that we anticipate 
the Love Times 2 Project Speaker Bureau uh, to really be known for is having speakers who are truly passionate about what we're talking about. Every time we connect you with a speaker, our speakers are going to be challenged to really listen to what your event is and and really pray for discernment over whether that's a good fit. And if it's not a good fit, then uh, we'll encourage all of our speakers to let you know, let someone know that it's just not a good fit for us. But, you know, it's really important, I think, with, with anyway, uh, any, any type of uh, route that you go to book a speaker, that you're booking a speaker that is really passionate about what you're passionate about as somebody who is who is really hiring that person to come in and uh, and do a presentation. So it's very key for a speaker to listen to exactly what your event is. And that's what Jordan and the others will do as part of this whole project is, is listen to to what you need. And if they can fill that need, then, uh, then, you know, negotiations can start from there. And again, what makes us different is we're not an agency, we're a connector. We'll connect you to the speakers, negotiate down that road uh, with the speakers that are perfect for the event that you have. Now, when we talk about culture and talk about the need to think and talk about a lot of different things, I mean, that just opens up so many different things. But yeah, Jordan, you're going to be initially one of the younger speakers that's on the Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau. You're part of a generation, quite frankly, that sometimes is very much maligned. There seems to be a lot more discussion, and maybe that's because social media hasn't been around previous generations. Where do you find hope and encouragement? I'm 38 years old. You know, I'm, I'm, I still feel young. <laughs> Uh, but I'm old enough now that I have to do the math when I'm trying to figure out how old I am. I was doing that this morning, actually, with my kids were asking me. Just wait till you have to find the reading glasses every time that you need to read something in, you know, a font smaller than size 12 or something. That's when you'll know. That plus your knees will start to hurt. Those two things will be the giveaway that you're getting a little bit older. But right now, you're not there. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I, you're right that our the generation that I'm, I'm a part of, and even those, those who are coming after me are, um, there's a lot of criticism and, and honestly, a lot of it is fair. Um, we're, we're a, we're a unique sort of, uh, sort of group. I think what's really, uh, encouraging to me about, uh, about the generation that I'm a part of, and even those that are, that are younger and coming after is just, you know, for those who are followers of Jesus, there is a real seriousness about, our devotion, I guess I'll, I'll say our, um, I, I don't always feel, um, as devoted as I, as I could and should be, but I'll, I'll lump myself in because I'm just a part of that, that generation. There, there's a real devotion, seriousness, earnestness about not, not only following Jesus, not only, you know, calling ourselves Christians, but about what that means for all of life, for us and, and the communities that we're a part of. And so, uh, you know, for, for what we might lack in, in wisdom and, and, you know, just life experience, I, I wouldn't say we make up for, but, but there's a, one of our strengths is that there, there's a real commitment to the faith and to following Jesus. I think uh, what's important for us is, is, you know, of course, surrounding ourselves with, with people who are older and who have gone before and who know things that we don't, who we can glean from. And that's why my relationship with you, Mike, has been so, so important and life-giving for me. And so we, we need more of that. But yeah, just to, I guess to double down on that point, uh, when, when I think about the future of country, I guess, or just the, the following generations, I'm not pessimistic. I'm optimistic. You look at the the stuff going on in, in Asbury and that generation who's, you know, we, we might rightly say being revived by the, by the spirit of God to follow God faithfully. Uh, there's a real earnestness in, in the generations that are a bit younger than, than those who've come before us. That I think really encouraging. I think that there's cause for optimism and hope 
and beyond that, of course, we, we believe that God is not inactive. He is omnipresent everywhere, all at once, fully. He's omnipotent. He can do whatever he wants. Um, he's, he's powerful. And so these generations, I think, are proving that, that God's spirit is still at work. There's not, there's not necessarily a cause for being pessimistic about what, what the future looks like. I think we can be optimistic. And a lot of that uh, is, is due in part to, uh, to, to the seriousness and earnestness of folks who are following Jesus of our generation, those that are Jordan Wooten, thank you for being on the podcast today. Again, for those who are listening in, Jordan's going to be part of this brand new Speakers Bureau that the Love Times 2 project is launching. And if you'd like to learn more about Jordan and the other speakers that we have available through the Speakers Bureau, it's really easy to do. You visit lovetimes2.org slash speakers. Uh, lovetimes2 is love, the letter X, the number 2.org. You're going to find speaker bios and a whole lot more. And so even find an easy form to submit if you're interested in learning more about one of the speakers. We'll help you connect with a speaker. You negotiate your price for your event with the speaker directly. 10% of the final honorarium that's agreed on supports the Love Times 2 project. So what's not the love? It's a great uh, opportunity, and it's really going to help, I think, especially small to mid-size uh, churches, ministries, organizations that simply can't afford the big price speakers anymore because those prices are really getting outrageous. This is really going to be, I think, a space where you can find quality speakers at an affordable price. And uh, so we're excited about offering this because we think it's it's much needed and it's a way for us to really impact and provide a positive resource for pro-life ministries and, and events and so forth uh, across the country. So, uh, Jordan, again, I really appreciate your time and really appreciate uh, the role you're doing here as my colleague on the podcast and, and hosting some really thought-provoking episodes. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. We should do this more often. Actually, Jordan, we're going to have to cycle this back around and flip the chairs because since I'm on the Speakers Bureau, uh, we're going to have to set up a time for you to interview me. So <laughs> that'll be really interesting. So exactly reverse roles in this type of discussion. So I look forward to doing that as well. That'll be fun. Hey, that's it for this special episode of the podcast. Join us next week as we introduce another speaker from the brand new Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.